Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. family. Terry Wilson. Right on, right on. I'm in the studio by myself. Reagan's not here to make fun of me, so I'm pressing all the buttons today. That's right. Today is Monday, October the 10th. It is Columbus Day. Or what's the other name of the... What's the politically correct? Reagan's not here to correct me. I'm the old guy that's still calling it by the old words and not the political correct words. So I apologize for anybody offended. I'm not trying to make a statement. It's just the way I was raised. Today's Columbus Day. So if it's another holiday for you, then you do you. So anyway, today this is episode 539. I want to talk to you about something that uh, is near and dear to my heart. And as I was talking to another business owner today uh, at dinner and before dinner, something that uh, anybody that's in business for themselves struggles with and that is time management and more importantly being able to to fulfill the 35 year old cliche which is to work uh, on your business rather than in your business and I want to break down what that means uh, and being intentional about doing it why it's important to do it and uh, some of the things that I'm doing to make sure I get it done. I, I think, you know, uh, long or the short, and we'll get into this, you have to be very intentional, very, very intentional with your time to the point where you have to schedule, uh, you have to treat yourself as an appointment. And that's what I've learned and what when I'm on top of my game, what I do to make it happen when I'm not doing this is when I am struggling and all of a sudden I have become an employee of my business and I'm just a laborer. And I, and if I get in that mode, that's fine. And there's there's moments where you just have to be the person in your business as the solopreneur, maybe or, you know, the the person in your business that has to produce sometimes sometimes you have to there's seasons where you just have to do a lot of stuff that uh you know it's just the grunt work and it's just it's just staying busy and it's it's doing the task of the business but the problem is and you know this if you work for yourself you're a solopreneur or you're a business owner you get in that mode too long you're starting to decline because you don't have your head up looking to see what you need to be doing what shifts you need to be making what campaigns what marketing strategies you need to be executing on because the economy, the market, the industries that you work within, everything is changing all the time. And the only way that you can keep up with it is to free yourself with enough time that you can say, okay, what's the market doing right now? What's going on in the industry right now? Where's technology at? All of those things that are going to inform direction that you've got to take. And, you know, the, the, the good book says my people perish for lack of knowledge. If you break that passage down, what it's talking about is people that are called of God, that are anointed with God's purpose on their life. They flounder around that. That word perish means to flounder. They just flounder about they with no direction. They're going in all different directions uh, because of lack of 
knowledge, knowing what to do, knowing which direction to take, knowing which uh, path is going to lead them to the successful area that they want to go in. And so when you're in that mode where you're just work, 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 you become the worker bee of your business. And like I said, I'm not beating up on anybody that does that. Sometimes you have to, there's seasons, but if that becomes the standard mode of operation for you and your business, you are on the fast track of going out of business or having a diminished return on your business, not reaching the potential of your business. So the phrase work on it, not just in it, has been part of business vernacular, like I said, for more than 35 years, ever since Michael Gerber coined it uh, in the E-Myth Revisited. It was a book he wrote. Its message speaks so uh, to so many entrepreneurs who can't see any other way to do business than to build a business around their own ability to get things done. This expression is the key to escaping this ultimately suffocating condition, to creating a business that doesn't depend on you, one that consistently generates the results you want without you having to deliver them personally. But what does it mean to work on it rather than just in it? What does that really mean? At E-Myth, work on it, not just in it, it encapsulates the shift in thinking you need to make in order to create a business that really works, a business that really works for you. It's a shift in perspective that has everything to do with recognizing that the purpose of your life is not to serve your business, but the purpose of your business is to serve your life. So, Why is it important for you to shift your thinking in order to build a business that works? Let's go back to the E-Myth, the book that he wrote, The Entrepreneurial Myth. That's what he's talking about. The Entrepreneurial Myth says that regardless of how much you may identify with being one, it's a myth that most businesses are started by entrepreneurs. And that is true. I became an entrepreneur. I didn't start as an entrepreneur. By definition, Entrepreneurs are people who go into business with a vision of a company they want to create. People who don't rely on their own effort and ability to produce results. So let me give you that definition one more time. Entrepreneurs are people who go into business with a vision of a company they want to create. People who don't rely, excuse me, uh, rely, I can't, I keep emphasizing the wrong (laughs) vowel there, people who don't rely on their own effort and ability to produce results. In fact, most businesses are started by what we call technicians. And I've been one myself, and sometimes I can slip into that. And let me give you this. These are people who create a place to work or go to work for themselves and make the fatal assumption that understanding the technical work of their business means they'll be able to successfully build a business that also does that technical work. And I have been the most guilty of that in being in that technician mindset rather than the entrepreneurial mindset. I can tell you TW3 was started by me as a salesperson learning the technical ability to generate leads and that technical ability created a business. But it wasn't until I shifted into becoming more of an entrepreneur and less of a technician that my business grew. 
And to be quite frank with you, it wasn't because I heard a podcast, read a book, got a degree or anything else. I'm telling you, I fell into it by the good Lord's grace. But looking back on it now, I can see the steps that I made back in 2012, 2014, 2015 that exploded my business and turned it into a business that could be used by others, leveraged by others, and actually created a product in itself that was sold by other people and it became its own self-sustaining business. But it wasn't until I made some happy accidents that uh, that actually took place. I often think of Bob Ross, the famous uh, painter that used to be on public television. And he always says, when you're painting, you don't make mistakes. You just make happy accidents. He would he would flub up and he says, well, let's just put a little tree right here. And I can honestly look back on my journey and I can tell you, I would make this turn here and make this turn here. And I was like, well, that's not exactly what I was thinking about. But then I would just, well, let's go ahead and paint a tree while we're here. And all of a sudden I look back on this beautiful landscape and I can say, well, that's why that worked. And the trees that aren't standing anymore, I can say, and that's why those don't. And so don't beat yourself up or feel less than or feel like you're getting discouraged when you constantly feel like you're doing everything in your business. Because there are seasons you have to do that, especially starting out. But the more and more you can start thinking about building a business that's self-sustaining, that the, the things, the assets, the people, the products that you have inside it will grow the business itself, not relying on your efforts, the more you can be on the outside of your business and creating other things around your business that will add value to other people and then in turn add value to you. So it's an assumption that simply is not true, that you have to do everything. It's not only the primary cause of the failure rate of most businesses. As a matter of fact, half of all businesses never make it out of their fifth year. But also it leaves the remainder in survival mode. Many are just hanging on. Others have lost their passion, just not having fun anymore. And that's the real problem. If you're a creative person, if you're someone that you got in business because you're passionate about the industry you're in, you're passionate about the services and the products you offer, you're passionate about the people you serve, the quickest way to burn out is all of a sudden you're finding yourself having to do all these other trivial things in the business that has nothing to do with actually growing the business, but just managing the demand put on the services and the products of the business. And quite frankly, there are personality types and people out there that don't want the effort, the creative effort, nor have the creative energy to grow or start a business. They want somewhere where they can just plug in and do this menial task every day and be given a guaranteed income. And that's what you need to start doing. Leverage companies like Upwork. Leverage companies like Freelancer. Leverage companies like Fiverr.com. These are, these are marketplaces out there that you can literally find people for $5, $10, dollars $20 that have high technical skill sets to do things for you that 
that you could probably do in an hour yourself if you're good with your craft. I literally can spit out an entire website a lot of times based on the, the complexities of it. But a lot of times I can knock out a website in 15, 20 minutes. And I might have to pay someone else to do an hour's work of time. However, that hour for them to do it or two hours might cost me $20, $30. And even though I'm saving 15, 20 minutes, it's not just the time. It's actually taking the time, taking the time away from having to do something else. The energy of doing that rather than saving my energy tank to be creative over here thinking of something else, creating another product, creating another service, streamlining a process, being able to leverage other people for to grow their business and in fact helping me grow my business. All of those things are helping me work on my business instead of getting trapped of working in my business. You leverage these platforms to do the same thing because you can. Here are some examples of what it means to work in your business and not on your business. Let's say, for instance, you're a graphic designer. You may have the technical skill to produce superb visual communications through type, photography, and illustrations. But it doesn't mean that you understand what it takes to build a graphic design business that can make a promise to its customers and keep it every time, consistently and predictably. If you're an electrician, you may be having the technical savvy that you can wire a building the size of Sears Tower in Chicago. But it doesn't mean that you have the know-how of anything about building the marketing, financing, and management, lead generation, lead conversion, customer fulfillment, or leadership processes that every successful electrical, excuse me, electrical contracting company would have to have. You see, different skill sets and it's different energy placed in different places. The more you're sitting there wiring a box, the less time you're thinking about how do I generate leads for my contracting? How do I convert those leads? How do I set up a leadership team to make this happen? You see what I'm saying? Let's say, for instance, you're a real estate agent. You may be outstanding at representing clients who are looking to buy a new home or sell the one they have, but it doesn't mean you're prepared to create a real estate firm that can thrive whether you're there or not, leaving you free to live the life you want to live. If you're a technician at heart, you're not you're passionate excuse me, if you're a technician at heart, you're not just passionate about the product or service you deliver, you're also really good at what you do. From the very first day you went into business for yourself, you've been relying on your personal ability to get things done. Most of us have because no one does it better than you, right? It's almost heroic that you've been able to accomplish it. And it's just not enough if, excuse me, and it's just not enough, it can only get you so far. At a certain point, you can't help but feel the impact of all the demands of owning and operating a business that you just weren't prepared for. This is what happens to so many folks who start their business, especially when they started around a skill set because they were just so good at a certain skill or ability that it started growing. You've got to pivot from technician to entrepreneur. Trying to stay on top of all of this stuff can be pretty overwhelming. You can't spend a lot of time working without feeling like you're getting nowhere. It's a tragic expenditure of time and effort, but just doesn't have to be that way. Working on it, not just in it, can change everything for you as a business owner. The call to work on it is a call to think the way a true entrepreneur thinks. 
To the entrepreneur, the business operates without them. To the technician, the business operates because of them. That's a key distinction. Let me ask you something. Do you think your business rises and falls based on what you do? If it does, you're still in technician mode. To the entrepreneur, the business operates without them. And they take pride in that because they've built something that doesn't need them. To the technician, the business operates because of them. To the entrepreneur, the business is the product. To the technician, the business is a place to go to work every day. To think entrepreneurially, imagine your business as a prototype of 5,000 more just like it. Let me say that again. To think entrepreneurially, imagine your business as a prototype for 5,000 more just like it. That would, excuse me, that would it mean for your business? What would it mean for your business if you had to face the fact that you couldn't be at 5,000 places at once? How would your business have to operate if it couldn't depend on you personally to produce results? To answer these questions, you'd have to start thinking differently, right? You'd have to start imagining your business as something wholly separate from you. You'd have to think about your business strategy, not just the tactics of your business. You'd have to envision how your business would work, not just do the work of your business. You'd have to figure out how every business process would look and function to give your customers the experience you're dedicated to providing. You'd have to think about the kind of people you would need and the culture you'd have to create to really everyone, excuse me, to rally everyone around your vision. You'd have to imagine every system your team would need to effectively create an exceptional customer experience without you. That's what it's like to work on your business, not in your business. I can tell you both in business and in school and in ministries, you look at the ones that thrive, you look at the, the leadership. If a pastor thinks that he has to do everything, be everything, be involved in everything, be uh, all things to all people, then that church can only grow as big as the pastor can have his hands in. However, if the pastor infuses and equips people around him to do different things in different areas of that ministry, the ministry will continue to grow. This is the, the multiplication process of leadership. If you listen to John Maxwell at all, this is what he is touting all the time and, and ringing the bell and telling everyone the number one thing you can pick up on in business, the number one skill set, the number one thing that you can create effort in to make sure it happens is equipping other people in leadership to take charge in certain areas because that's where exponential growth happens. And when you're doing that in a leadership role, you're thinking entrepreneurially and not technically. You'd have to become a passionate about the company you're creating, right? The way your product or service is delivered as, excuse me, as you are about your product or service itself, you'd have to think your business as the product. And that's so important. Your business is the product, not the product, goods, and services that your business produces or conveys. If you can think that way, you're starting to think entrepreneurially and not technically. That's what working on your business, not just in it, is all about. Building a business that operates consistently, profitably, and self-sufficiently. It's hard to work, and it's richly rewarding work. It's hard work, 
and it's richly rewarding work when you think entrepreneurially. It's the kind of work that will test you and show you what you're really capable of. It's work that can make it possible for you over time to replace yourself with the right people, a team that can deliver an exceptional customer experience with the support of your own proprietary systems. Once your business doesn't depend on you to do things like generate leads, convert them into sales, deliver your product or service, manage your money, drive growth, keep track of your metrics, develop your people, treat your customers the way you'd want them to be treated, innovate to keep up with the changing customer preferences and competition, or even lead it if you choose, you're well on your way to freedom. You'll have the freedom to contribute to your business in just the ways that are personally satisfying and freedom to generate an income that supports the life you've worked so hard to earn. Freedom to leave it when you're ready, trusting it in good hands, and freedom to sell it for a premium price. When you can do that, you are thinking like an entrepreneur and not just a technician that's working inside their business. That's the goal and that's what you want. And I would tell you until you can fully operationally get to that point, my admonition to you is consider doing what I do, which is on my calendar every day. I'm saying I'm making an appointment with myself from such and such time to such and such time. I'm not available. The phone is off. I'm not taking anything. I'm not, uh, I'm not reachable. And I am pouring my time into creating processes, creating products, creating things that can be self-sustaining. And that's one of the beautiful things about this e-business that we're living in now. A lot of the things that we just went over on how to work on your business and not in your business can be done exponentially faster than what it could have been done 35 years ago when the entrepreneurial myth was written. The, the difference is back then it was so heavily dependent on other people. And there are going to be times you're still going to need people. But there are systems, software, and strategies out there right now that will generate leads, follow up with those leads, present the value, the sales presentation, everything with those leads do follow up to based on the way the customer responds and all the way to closing all done automatically through automation ai and all of this technical software and systems that you literally can put in place so if you're out there and you're saying terry this is great but i'm a fitness coach and i like to teach people on fitness and health and this or i'm an uh, insurance agent or i'm a real estate agent or i'm in direct sales somewhere let me tell you it doesn't matter what your product good or service is from generating the lead to following up with the lead to presenting your value to the lead to taking them right to payment checkout and even based on the product or service if you're teaching like if you're in health space and you're teaching you know a fitness class you could put all of that online you could deliver every single product automatically without you ever talking or touching the client you know back in 2015 
2012, excuse me, 2012 and 2013, when I was heavily, heavily doing TW3, but I was still doing TW3, and TW3 was a major platform for my existing insurance business. There was a time where I was selling a ton of health insurance and life insurance, and I would say about 90% of the people I sold insurance to, I never spoke to, didn't know them. Didn't speak to them, never talked to them, sold it to them, delivered the product, good or service, followed up with them, and never met them, don't know them. I had uh, what they call, um, what is it called now? It's called where where you have um, non-resident license. I had a non-resident license in about 30-some-odd states in the United States, not just in South Carolina, which was my home state in North Carolina prior to that. But I had the whole Southeast, Texas, all the way out to Texas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Arkansas, Virginia, West Virginia, uh, Indiana, Ohio. I mean, it was about, like I said, 30, 28, 30 states. And all I was doing is I was using text, email, and voice drop marketing. I was grabbing a data list. I would call, text, or email that list. I would have a compelling offer. And when they clicked on it, they went to a place that explained what it was, why it was going to save them money. And if they wanted it, they could get what my whole slogan was. You can get your quote, coverage and card today and walk away covered with no obligation. No one's coming to see you. No one's going to come twist your arm. You're never going to hear from me again. This is just to see if we can save you money. So they'd click on it and it went right into my agent portal, which was at the time I was with Assurance Health. It would give them a quote right there. And if they would like the quote, they could click on uh, apply. They knew in just mere seconds if they were approved and if they're approved, they had coverage right then. They paid for their first month premium. A card was sent to them through PDF. So they'd have their card that day. They could print it out that day if they had to go to the doctor and get uh, you know, seen uh, for a wellness check or whatever. Uh, if something happened to them that day, they need to go to the emergency room or they need to go get drugs. They had a medical card that day. So they got their quote coverage and card that day. And uh, I did that for years and made good money. And the way I did it was just using these tools, but everything, every single thing was automated. And that's what I worked on my business, not in my business, but as a technician, I built all these systems as a technician because I knew sales, I knew the product, I knew how to market. And uh, it's been famous, you know, I've seen so many people copy me now, but, and I don't mind giving this out freely because uh, I've said it for, you know, before in the past, but one of my best campaigns was the uh, 89healthplan.com. And I would call, for instance, a group of real estate agents, let's say down in Atlanta, Georgia. And I would say, this is Terry with 89healthplan.com. We have health insurance starting at only $89 a month with no deductible. If you would like to get your quote coverage and card today, I guarantee we can save you money. Just go to 89healthplan.com or click the link below if I was sending a text. So I would send that out in voicemail, and I'd send out in text, I'd send out an email. I'd drive everybody to this landing page called 89healthplan.com, where health insurance started, I didn't, I didn't quote them $89, I said it started at $89, and that's what it did based on your age. 
And maybe it was $139, maybe it was $169. But here's the thing, because of the type of insurance and the way it was bundled together and all the things we were doing, I knew based on, because the data I was getting, I knew these people, I knew what their incomes were, so I could you know, reasonably understand that I'm gonna come in at a third of the price on their premiums that they're paying. And I knew that most of them to even get that type of coverage would have a $5,000 deductible, $2,500 to $5,000. And so I knew if I said no deductible, starts at $89, go to 89healthplan.com, I'm gonna get a bunch of people responding. They go over to that landing page. They hear this Southern voice that said, here's the deal. Here's the difference between this plan and your traditional major medical. Here's what you get. Here's what you lose by doing it. Here's why it saves you money. Here's why I think it's a better plan. But if you want to keep what you got and continue to pay these high premiums, have this $5,000 deductible and then and not hardly get any coverage on the front end for wellness and sickness, not hardly cover any, uh, you know, of your drug medication, then keep what you got. But if you'd like to save money and know that you're covered for major stuff like a heart attack, stroke, cancer, anything like that, an accident, you're in an accident, you got that covered, but you're, you know, you, you, you give a little here, but you save a little there. So I just went, I broke it down, the difference between major medical versus this plan, which was like an indemnity type plan, and let them know the ins and outs. But I drove a ton of traffic there, and it was at a time where health insurance was politically very a hot potato. So I was calling the right people with the right message. It was all automated. That My, my, my point to this illustration is it was all automated. I had enough time to work on my business and got inside with all the details of this. I didn't. I wasn't dependent on a person answering the phone. I wasn't dependent on a salesperson that had to train. I wasn't dependent on people in the back creating the product and all this. It wasn't people heavy, and that's the thing I'm trying to explain. With the advent of technology, where we are at with email and text and social media and all of the, the auto response systems that we have and all the tech systems we have and all of the things with the referral marketing partners, even if you've got a particular part of your business that you you don't do specifically yourself, you can outsource that to a, what we call an RMP and get paid for it. My point is this, regardless, regardless of what business you're in, you can create a business where you can make tons of money and never have to be inside your business. It's just a matter of you using a little creativity, understanding how all of these various tools work and start building various campaigns that you can start sending out with the right message to the right people at the right time in the economy, in the market, in the industry with, that's gonna have high value to them and you can scale. And that's, that's how it's done. That's how you can have total freedom, not dependent on a staff, not dependent on other salespeople, not dependent on other producers, not depending on technical people in the back. You can have all of this done, all of this moving components that makes up a business. Every single thing you need in business now can be automated through technology. And that's the beautiful thing at TW3. That's what all these tools are about. I am a one-man operation. Yeah, I've got a, my kids that help me from time to time and do this and this and that. 
But at the end of the day, we manage a fairly large network of other entrepreneurs out there. We support a ton of people with a very limited staff because the structure of our business and the automation set in place with our business, you can do the same. And we give you the tools, the platform, and the training to do that as well. So if you would like to stop working inside a business, maybe you're an insurance guy out there. Maybe you're a real estate guy out there. Maybe you're a direct salesperson out there. Maybe you're a business owner and you, you own an electric, electrical uh, contracting company or some other type of company. A lot of the things that you're having to do day to day, booking appointments, following up on those appointments, making sure they're going to be there. All of that follow-up work, all of that lead generation work, all of that billing work on the back end, every single thing can be automated and done for you without bringing on other staff, without bringing on other people. It can be automated through technology for you. And so you can do what you do, which is build on your business. Thinking creative. You can't... I. I, you cannot give, you cannot outsource to other people the vision and the creativity and the new products and the new services you want. You can't outsource that kind. I just don't think you, not until you're at the point you're ready to sell it. The owner of that business, the entrepreneur in that business is the visionary. That's the person that's saying, hey, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. This is what we're about. This is why we do what we do. This is why we're passionate about serving this market. That all has to come from someone. And the problem is the person that that comes from, if they're always busy, you know, under the car working, they can't be out front thinking about other people that can serve in the community and, and, and provide their services as well. You just can't do both because there's creative energy that has to take place. So that is my admonition to you in episode 539. Stop working so much in your business Yes, you might have to do it. Maybe you're in a season right now because of the, the crazy economy and where we're at. And I know everybody has shifted a lot and different things have happened. But do due diligence. Do good by yourself. Do well by planning for the future by working on your business and not just working in it. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 